As always, this podcast does not contain any financial advice, either from the podcast owners or its guests. We are, however, smooth-brained apes who just love the stock. <laughs> game face! Ooh. Ooh, game face! Ming well, eyebrows. Oh, Ming, Ming the merciless eyebrows. You can't see me seeing why I can't, so Ming the merciless eyebrows. But people are wondering what they've tuned into. Uh, oh, we started. I thought we just we have, we have started. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now we started. Okay. Welcome to the great escape. <laughs> With that was rubbish. <laughs> escape. <laughs> escape. Uh, this is a podcast all about the apes, meme stocks, GameStop, AMC, and any other overshorted stock there is out there currently. I would agree with that. Good, because there's lots of them, but we're going to focus predominantly on GameStop and AMC because that they are the two master race game stocks. <laughs> is, that, is, that, is that a new thing? Oh, master races? Yeah, master race game, yeah. Yeah. Master Race Meme Stocks. Master Race Meme Stocks. Oh, that's a bit of a mouthful, isn't it? Yeah, Master, Race, Master meme Race Meme Stock. They're, they're the kind of ones all other meme stocks look up to. <laughs> we, we want to be them. <laughs> uh, there you go. We should probably explain what a meme stock is. Yeah, good idea, Carl. Go on, then. Shut up. It's all yours. No. I'm, 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 I'm happily drinking my whiskey here and listening to your dulcet tones. Okay, I'm going to make this really quick then. So, uh, back in 2020, November, December time, but this is this is this phenomenon is not new. It's just that it was highlighted by by internet folk. Yeah, roaring kitty. keyboard warriors, whatever you want to call yeah. them, meme stalkers that later became the apes. They basically identified that certain stocks were being shorted. What does shorted mean? Well, basically, when you buy a stock, you normally go long on a stock. So you buy it to increase in value. You don't buy it to reduce in value. If you do, then that is shorting. So in a way, it's betting against the stock doing well and betting against the market. And normally, if you have an organization that isn't doing very well, and GameStop and AMC were two of those organizations that weren't doing very well, then big old hedge funds and banks and big old financial institutions bet against them doing well using shorts. And shorts basically are a way of being able to make money with the downfall of a stock or when a stock reduces in price. Now, mm. what these organizations did, because they're very, very naughty people, they they got themselves into a position where they overshorted so what do i mean by that well for the like of, of gme they were 120 percent shorted which means over 100 percent of the stocks available to them were being shorted which is impossible you can't do that you can't have 120 percent. so there's obviously stocks out there that were counterfeit stocks that were created using many different techniques i won't talk about now what you'll probably hear us talk about over the next few weeks and to the point where they were running these companies into the ground using, well, illegal ways and counterfeit ways. And Jamie was one of them. Another one was AMC. And there was a few others at the time that came through in January. Bed, Bath & Beyond. Give me another one. 
Blackberry, Blackberry, Nokia, yeah, yeah, Blackberry, and there was a few others around at the time that were all really high, what they call SI, short interest. Um, anyway, long story short, um, GME rocketed up to four hundred and twenty something dollars. I always four hundred and eighty-three. I think it got up to. Was it four eight three? Yeah, I think it. I think four eight one. Four eight one. Oh, you got you got to call me out over two dollars. Well. If you, when you got a million stocks, yeah, that's two yeah, million dollars, yeah. <laughs> which is still small change to what we're going to have after the game. Got to be small change indeed. <laughs> Down the back of the couch, that sort of stuff. It is. It, it should, I hope it. Hopefully, it'll feel like that. You know, two two million dollars, piff. Yeah. So anyway, everyone's jumped on board, GME and AMC because the shorts apparently have covered, which basically means that the hedge funds have handed the stocks back, paid for them at the market price. And have made huge losses, which we all know is not the case. And it's what not they've true. done is it's not true. It's not it's true. It's a lie. It's a lie. Mentiroso. What? I think that's Spanish for liar. Is it? I think so, yeah. I don't know where that came from. That was very good. You know, for the you know, the, the back of my, the darkest depths of my brain. It was very good. I was, I was probably impressed. Wrong. It probably means like straw or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> Donkey knob. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you yeah there you go and that's it really so basically everyone's jumped on board these two stocks because these stocks have not covered the the short interest is being incorrectly um advertised monitored produced whatever you want to call it and the stocks you know the shares haven't covered and and basically everyone is buying these shares sticking the price through the roof so the hedge funds are making a loss of multiple billions and yeah. and they still have to buy them back they and still they still have, have to buy them back yeah yeah they you can't get away from it you have to buy them back and so we own the float yeah yeah <laughs> so we so with the retail the retail um buyers who are people like myself and sam hello hello i, I am a retail buyer <laughs> I've gone away and bought all these stocks and right now no one really knows how much the uh, GME game stock and AMC stock are uh, overshorted but there's a well there's lots of different theories but for a GME it's looking like it's more than 500% if not <laughs> closer to 900% which is absolutely mental um, and AMC is a bit a bit less known, but they reckon it's around about the same anywhere between two fifty to six hundred percent overshorted, which is absolutely crazy. So all those stocks have been counterfeit made to reduce the price of the of the actual real price of the stock, and um, yeah, it, it's insane. So it, it, and this whole thing has opened up a whole can of worms, where. Um, the American financial financial institution and the the markets as a whole and everything about it is is insane and is really just a huge illegal. It's rigged. It's like money a money rigged yeah. racket that for the for the rich uh, and and to really you know to to serve the rich. Yeah. At and least if you go into a casino, you know the odds are against you. Whereas with this market, it's rigged far more than a casino would ever be, and you're walking in thinking it's a free and fair market, which is complete and utter nonsense. And it is absolutely isn't exactly it's it's nonsense. And it, I mean, you know, I always knew there's probably a little bit of tinkering here and there, but the extent to what we've seen with GME and AMC about 
hiding the real value, uh, counterfeiting the stocks, hiding um, the legitimate sale price in things called dark pools, which, which again, I'm not going to talk about now, but you can go away and do your DD. Yeah. These guys do more tinkering than the A-team when they're trapped in a barn full of farming equipment. <laughs> and MacGyver. <laughs> more tinkering than MacGyver. <laughs> yeah. Have a combined harvester and managed to come and two scythes and managed to come out with like an, an armoured vehicle with um, 50 cal guns on top. That's Amazing. how much tinkering it is. Amazing. Yeah. Anyway, there you go. So this is all about two... British northern monkeys, literally, because we are apes. Yeah, it works out well that we're northern monkey and apes. It does. You know, it does. It's, it's meant to be. Meant northern to be. monkey apes. So we are apes. So that's the uh, the term for uh, someone that's basically holding GME, AMC, and, and these meme stocks um, until they absolutely pop. And yep. they will pop. It's not if, if it is when. The math absolutely. don't lie. The math don't lie. lie. See, I had no idea about any of this until Cole got me into it. Um, A little WhatsApp group we've got, he mentioned it. I had a look, put a few um, articles there. I had a look into all the DD and here we are, what, about six, seven months later? Still in it, still waiting for it to pop. But extremely excited about it all. It's It's been great fun so far ups and downs just getting to know about it meeting people on twitter and Soupstonk on reddit and things like that it's just been you know it's been great living it and that and that has been a that has been a massive side effect to all of this where these these um uh, twitter and 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 reddit and other areas have just blown up into life and there's huge communities of these apes so they were saying there's about 4.1 4.2 million apes that are holding AMC and GME stock at the moment. And there's huge communities all over Twitter. So you can go onto Twitter and you will fall over the apes all over the place. Um, just look for the hashtag, look for the AMC and GME hashtags and you'll find us. And they are there's some absolutely brilliant people out there who are very clever, understand exactly how this works, has worked out the algorithms that the hedges are using to, to short these stocks and everything it's it's bonkers it's bonkers how those smooth brained apes have worked out exactly what they've been doing and how they've been hiding these stocks and how they're counterfeiting these stocks as well but i mean this is this is a concept isn't new none of this is new they've been doing this for years and years and years oh, and, yeah. and there are people out there i think uh, sears like, and blockbuster and toys r us they were all shorted into oblivion weren't they Things like absolutely that. toys r us yep and sears and all those other organizations were all shorted into oblivion, exactly. And companies, smaller companies, um, so there's a guy out there called Wes Christiansen, uh, Wes, Wes, that must start again, Wes Christiansen. No, Christian. Yeah, Wes Christian. Wes Christian. Yeah. It is Wes the Christian, lawyer isn't dude. it? Yeah. yeah, the lawyer dude, yeah. So he's been doing this, he's been fighting this for over 25 years. And, you know, he knows what's been going on, but he's never had that, he's never had that, um, mouthpiece to tell yeah. everyone what's, what's been going on but now obviously we've we've all latched onto it and now he's got that mouthpiece to to fight the corruption so yeah i think the internet's giving him real exposure and with having nearly five million people all interested in what he's got to say they will you know push the message even further through absolutely. their channels yeah absolutely so this whole this whole podcast we're 11 minutes in if you're bored don't worry (laughs) (laughs) we've got to explain why we're here i think before we can talk about why we're here but this whole podcast came about when me and sam got absolutely drunk uh at sam's gaff in wales 
and we're sat there drinking whiskey and smoking cigars. And actually, we were realized that we were quite coherent about what was going on, and we had lots of that's different theories. That's very, our coherence is very relative that's to the, the amount of whiskey we both had. <laughs> <laughs> that's for the audience to decide. But we thought at the time that we were quite good at this, and we had a points of view that we, other people might find interesting, or not as the case may be. So we're going to basically do a podcast around this whole meme stock nonsense. And if you're interested, great. If you want to learn a bit more about meme stocks, you can listen to listen to us over the next few weeks, or you can go and do your own DD, which is due diligence. So you can go onto Reddit, go onto Twitter, go onto websites and read about what's happening, what naked shorts are, what dark pools are, um, and, and other elements as well, uh, such as equity, total return swaps, ETRS, which we think is the main crux of how the hedge funds are basically creating these shorts hiding them in the system and then getting rid of them at, at the end of the um at the end of the um uh, delivery pro uh, the deliver process which is something that they they do every single what every was it every so many days i've forgotten what it is now i forgot i forgot how you calculate forgot how you calculate it anyway there's a way of calculating I'm far the, too uh, smooth brain to yeah absolutely there's other people I, there do your own dd that's the yeah. that's the cool bit is anyway there you go that's why we're doing it yeah, normally you normally would be drunk. I'm not drinking today because I've drunk too much this week. I, I have said a couple of times already. I'm partaking a little bit of whiskey mm. on a school night. So yeah, on a school night. Yeah. yeah, on a school night. I'm drinking water because I'm boring. But I, I've had a, I've drunk an, honestly. I've drunk enough to kill a horse this week <laughs> through work and events. And I've been away. I was in. I, I was in London this week. Uh, an event in London. Big old event in London. It wasn't and, um, an event for like AA for horses, was it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Drank enough to kill a horse, and it was at an event yeah, where lots of drunken horses a, were about. Like, hey, what? It was a ketamine conference. That's what it was. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> take me next time. I'll come to one of those. <laughs> anyway, we're not here to talk about horses or ketamine. We're getting drunk. We might get drunk now over yeah, a period yeah. of time. Anyway, here we are. What are we going to talk about then? I don't know. You're kind of the host. I'm yeah, well, the concept of this whole... co-host. Moldy co-host. You choose. Okay, mate. I'll choose. Well, the whole idea of this is that we do a weekly podcast and it's basically, it brings all the weekly news together in one place. It's a bite-sized way of gathering all the news in one place around the meme stocks. And that's what we want to do. So we should probably start there, really, shouldn't we? Start about what's yeah. happened. Go on, and what, yeah. go on. What's been the highlight of your week, mate? What's one of the things you want to talk about? <sighs> I, you know, I'm just I've been enjoying the um, price movements for the last few days. It's been all good after the earnings report um, last week. Has it been last week already? Has last week, yeah. Wednesday was it? Last it was Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah, it was, a, was it the ninth? It was the ninth, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah ninth of September. Yeah, and obviously, as it always does, it tanked. The price absolutely tanked. But then there was a great research. But it didn't. That was the best bit. So normally, normally when what normally happens is. The shorters are trying to make the stock look bad, so the price falls. So what they do is, when whenever there is a an announcement, and every quarter you have to release your um, your figures, and so every time AMC or GME release news, whether it's good, bad, indifferent, the tank just it just tanks, right? The stock goes and crashes, and um, and everyone goes, oh well, we have to wait until it comes back again. Anyway, this time. It didn't. No, it didn't. <laughs> they tried to tank it out of market, and then as soon as the markets came back online again, everyone just bought. 
cheer me and went through the roof. <laughs> See, the thing is, because everyone's such smooth brain crane eating retards, it's like when it dips, buy the dip. Like, don't worry about selling or anything or not buying. It's like it's going down, buy it. Buy it. it. Yeah, it's just completely backwards to normal trading. It's and like today. That's what's screwing their algorithms and why they're not working as well as they should because everyone's exactly. just doing the exact opposite of what people have done for decades. Today is the 16th of September. It's when we're recording this and the market is tanking and AMC and GME are not tanking. No. <laughs> they're they're against, they're against the markets. Yeah, as we speak, it, it was up um, a good nearly $10 at one point, but we're down it to was. Uh, like a, a 1% increase at the moment. So it's coming down slowly. Power hour. You always power say, hour. Oh, who power hour? But it always goes down in power hour. It's crap. It does because <laughs> the hedge funds turn their algorithms on and crash and crash the price in the last hour of the market. I mean, you know, market manipulation. Anyone? Total, Anyone? yeah. Anyone? Gary? Every day. Gary? Gary? Gary. Oh, we should talk about Gary. Which is, that just reminded me of Ferris Bueller. You know, when the teacher's saying Bueller. Bueller. <laughs> Has anyone been a meme or you still a meme for that? Like Gary? Gary? <laughs> Gary? Just nobody answers. <laughs> Has anyone seen Gary? <laughs> right then, Gary. So um uh Gary Gensler is the chair of the SEC. Who are the SEC? The SEC are like the finance police in uh I say like yeah, SEC meant- stands for Silly Economic Clowns, by the way. <laughs> it's actually the Security and Exchange Commission, but that's oh, fine. Oh, we'll, shit, right. Sorry, we'll sorry. go with we'll go with yours. Yours is better. <laughs> anyway, he's the chair, so he's the gaffer uh, at the SEC. So he's meant to be the person that you know is the face of the SEC, and the SEC are meant to stop all of this nonsense from happening in the markets. Unfortunately, they don't seem to have any teeth. Or allegedly, they could be in the back pockets of maybe some of these hedge funds that are making billions of pounds a day on shorting these stocks. Who knows? Allegedly, that could be the case. Allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. 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 There you go. Anyway, what did uh, what did Gaza say this week? Oh, they've been doing a, a report. They've been looking into GameStop report, haven't they? It's um, they've called it report rather than investigation, which I think is a bit of a <laughs> misnomer. But uh, I've not not read it yet. Is it out yet? Or is no, it it's not out yet. It's no. not out. He announced it. So, um, uh, so Gaza um, was up against was up uh, in uh, what was it? He was doing. Um, he was be basically being grilled by um, senators around uh, banking, uh, around banking irregularities and and the finance as a whole. So he was up in there uh, answering questions. Um, and after that, the next day, he went on to um, <coughs> Jim Cramer's show. Uh, Who? <coughs> Jim Cramer. We don't. We don't. No, we don't. No, we don't. Can't, we don't, can't, can't understand. We don't talk about him. Just don't what saying there. We don't. We don't talk about him, do we? Is it Jimmy Shill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jimmy Shill. That's the <laughs> fella. That's the fella. Anyway, I like, I like that guy. I'm, I'm not giving this guy any airtime. He's not having any. Right. Anyway. So the next day he goes on to um, <clears throat> Jimmy Shill's uh, show, and uh, and Jimmy in his finest uh, his finest interviewing skills um, starts to call out the apes, saying, "You know what are you going to do about all all this market manipulation by all these apes?" I mean, the goal, right? The goal of that in the first place is is beyond my imagination, and 
But it's true, we're such bastards to like buy a stock that you like and hold it. Oh. I hope it goes up over time. He's just like absolutely against everything that America is built on. I like the stock. I can't mate. believe how correct he is. Exactly. We just, we all just like the stock. All the, yeah. all the same. He, he should have a show on a TV program where he talks about stocks. That guy. No, he should. He should. I should yeah. do that exactly. Anyway, he told uh, he told <clears throat> Jimmy Shield that um, GameStop investors have the right to smash short sellers. The smash Ooh, sounds good. That smash it right out of the ballpark. <laughs> Indeed, right? I'm going to smash you. <laughs> uh, and as part of it, did you hear what, did you, have you seen the, have you seen the clip from the senator, I've forgotten the guy's name, that said to him, uh, uh, so are you their daddy? Have you seen it? No, I've not. I don't know <laughs> I've not seen this. <laughs> now, I didn't, I did not watch this, right? You can go onto the SEC website and you can see Gaza getting grilled, right? I didn't. I didn't see any of this, but apparently there is a clip. Go and find it. It's brilliant. There is I'm a clip out at, there. I'm looking. It's brilliant. There's a clip out there where the senator sort of sat there and he's sort of slouched to one side. He's like, like, like he's like he doesn't care. He said, uh, "Some people say that you're their daddy. Are you their daddy?" And like, and Gaza's like, "No." <laughs> he's just laughing his head off. Now, whether it's been edited beautifully put put together. Well, actually, that was happening. Anyway, hashtag daddy was going around Twitter yesterday. It was all all about Gaza, Gaza Gensler and his uh, and his and his daddy ways. So uh, yeah, people were calling him daddy yesterday. I think that's probably going to stick though. <laughs> Gary's me daddy. There yeah, it's available on YouTube if you want. Just put um, SEC Gary Daddy, <laughs> and it comes up. Have you seen that? No, I've got it loaded up to watch it after we finish this. <laughs> you should watch it. It's right. In fact, all the up to the mic and everyone can hear it. It's, it's it? four minutes long. Oh, so no, no. There's one that's about 30 seconds long. Oh, no, it's okay. about 30 seconds long. Let me have a look if I can find that bugger. Anyway, so Gaz has been all over the headlines um, saying that he's going to defend the retail buyers and uh, he's been saying that for a few months and he hasn't done anything yet. But off yeah. the back of all of this, uh, as part of the banking uh, grilling that he got on Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday. He announced that there was a, what was the, not an investigation, what did you call it? Report. A report, thank it's you. A report. A report that was going to uh, talk about um, the AMC, uh, basically the AMC phenomenon and earlier in the year, in January, when it went, went pop. So we will see. What that looks like, most people See, are thinking it's going to be absolute nonsense and it's yeah, going to be full I, of why lies. Look, why look at it when it popped? Why not look at it now? You know, that's that's done and dusted. And yes, there was complete and utter bollocks going on, but there's still all that same bollocks going on right now. And a uh, lot of people have money invested. You know, intensified. It it's the same thing it was back then. Yeah. Intensified times a hundred, right? On they shouldn't on, be looking why it popped. They should be looking why it dipped because that's the illegal bit. Indeed. Where, yeah, did, they, the where did they put video. all those shorts? Where are they still getting them from? We know where, where they're going. We know what's happening to them. Yeah, I think the SEC knows what's going on. It's just been able to prove it. It's, uh, it's, it's not right. Anyway, there you go. So uh, Gaza was all over Twitter and everywhere, and uh, he is my daddy, apparently. <laughs> I'm glad they grilled him about something you know relevant rather than milk. 
What was that? What was he talking about milk for? He's got he, he joined Twitter and he must have like at least a million tweets per day saying, Do your job, look at AMC and GME and he's like, We're looking at milk. Like, what the fuck, Gary? Milk. Why? Milk. Milk. Dude. Anyway. Oh, we should milk. buy him a cow. And he can, you know, look at milk from the source. Just don't buy him a bull. No, because he's, yeah, yeah, he's not bullish. Not very bullish, you know, I'll have to get him a bear. Bear, indeed, get a little bear. A, get him an ape, milk-producing ape. Sounds Doesn't sound right, mate. No. no. If, they, if they don't exist, we'll make a hybrid. A hybrid yeah. ape? Yes. Made of what? Cow and ape. A cape. <laughs> <laughs> a cape. Okay, we'll get, we'll get Gary a cape. He That's easier. One. That's he just need, easier than a cow. He needs one. You know why? Do you know why he needs one? Go on, tell me why. Because and heroes wear capes. Yes, they do. <laughs> Come on, Gary, be our hero. If you're our hero and you sort this shit out, Colin and I will spring for a cape and post it to the US for you. Oh, with a with a big picture of him on the back, a big yeah. girl where the surf should be, and and then a picture of him at the end. Yeah, flapping around in the wind. Awesome, Gaza. Awesome. Anyway. Strange mental images of Gary's appendages flapping around in the wind then. I didn't really need that. Thank you. Oh, mate. Have you been on Twitter today? Not very much, unfortunately. No, seeing as we're doing this today. And I've there is research anything. There is. <laughs> yeah. This get is how used, prepared, get used to yeah. that. Just get used to that. Yep. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah. Did you. Uh, it's, it's just got nothing to do with meme stocks, but it's all over the meme stock community for some horrible reason. But there's a guy jumping off the edge of a dock into the water, naked, does a somersault. And as he says he's doing a somersault, he basically does a massive shit. What? I've seen it about 12 times today. I'm like, oh, my God, I do not need to see this. <laughs> Luckily, I've not seen that. and I'm not going to go looking for it. Thank it's you. Like, it's like that look in your face is like, what have I just watched? But you can't stop <laughs> watching it. And it's it's obviously a gif, so it's going it's just going round and round and round. So this guy's doing a somersault and just it's not right. Just yeah. Like a shitty Catherine wheel. It's exactly like that. I guarantee you just go on just go on Twitter for five minutes, mate, and you will definitely come across it. Poor choice of words, that Carl. <laughs> definitely doesn't float my boat. No, no. Anyway, there you go. So that's Gaza and a, and a somersaulting guy shitting. Um, yeah, that was, that was a segue and a half, wasn't it? I don't know how it, it was. I'm not quite sure where we're going to go with it. So I, I, I suppose we could go straight to Evergrande, couldn't we? Oh, yeah. Is that how you pronounce <laughs> it? Evergrande? I think so, or Evergrande. Yeah. Depending. I've I not heard Americans anyone probably say, say Evergrande, and we would say Evergrande because you don't pronounce the E, yeah. do you? Evergrande? I could be wrong. Maybe the Americans don't pronounce the E. But anyway, there you go. So... We were Evergrande, Carl. Why, 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 why are you saying this? Yeah. Well, I'm saying this because Evergrande is a basically it's a property. What is it? It's like a property bond company, isn't it? Major investors in real estate in China. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah. like a huge real estate organization. Anyway, um, they worked out at the beginning of the week that they owed a lot of money, couldn't pay their interest anymore, and then they owed three. They owed. Get this ready, ready. Three hundred. <laughs> billion dollars ouch three they, so they they owe 300 billion dollars and they worked out when they went around and you know counted up what they owed and you know basically 
went around the back of the sofa to find all the money. They didn't find any. And actually, the organization only has $200 million in assets. <laughs> That's ass-popping <laughs> figures, isn't it? How on earth? How on earth can you be lent more money than you own, or assets than you own, right? You, you can't do that, right? So how have they done that? Anyway, they have done. And uh, as of today, um, they all their bonds have been uh, are in a trading suspension, um, and it's all going very, very wrong yeah. to the point where most people think this could be the start of the financial collapse, very similar to what happened in 2008. Um, a lot of um, investors are uh, lenders been told that on the 20th that they're not paying any interest either. I think I read somewhere that the people have been yeah they can't afford to pay the interest. There's not enough assets. There's not enough liquidity not, in the business. You're not to having pay. anything. Yeah, there's no liquidity in the business to even pay the interest, which is bonkers. Yeah. I mean, how did that ever happen? Anyway, it has, um, and so <laughs> there's a big. Uh, apparently, I think there's a big race now. Who, who's going to blink first? Is it the Chinese or the Americans? Okay. Is the American market going to go under first, <laughs> or is the Chinese market going <laughs> to yeah. go under first? <laughs> it's quite hilarious, really. And, you know, this, they were thinking that this could be bigger than 2008. And 2008 wasn't nice, right? Lots of people lost a lot of money. Um, so my yeah. first bit of advice for you is if you own more than £85,000 in one institution, please move it. Please take yeah. half of it and put it somewhere else. Spread it around. You, if, that, if that institution goes under, and it's likely that one or maybe even two in the UK will go under, you need to make sure that you diversify where your money is. If you get more than eighty-five grand in one account or in one institution, you need to split it and move it. Because if you don't, then you will lose your money. If that organization goes over, goes under, there you go. Yeah. I said it. There you go. What's that's it in first, the US? That's my first piece of piece of non-financial advice. That's just good common sense. Is do you know what it is in the US? How much each Ooh, don't know. Um, account is insured for? Don't know. Like you, you said, over here, every financial institution, regulated financial institution, insures. Every customer up to eighty five thousand pounds. Anything over that, you could lose. Yeah, absolutely. So we, yeah, the government will ensure that you'll get your money. Anything over that, that you, you're not insured, basically, by the government. Yeah, there you go. So how um, the fuck do you get into three hundred billion dollars worth of debt? Uh, to this, to this, honestly, I can, I cannot work out how they've done it unless they've unless they've been cooking the books. They must have been cooking the books. Allegedly, obviously, I'm going to say allegedly that one. I don't know that for a fact, but they must have been doing something or somebody out there was just offering them a credit line where they were just going crazy and they were saying, <laughs> and maybe they were just, they were borrowing against future property projections or, or something, thinking, ah, we can just borrow as much as we want, nothing's going to happen. And it will, because if you can't pay your interest, yeah, <laughs> I did. someone's going to shut you down, right, at that stage. Yeah, someone posted a, an old 60 Minutes from, I think, 2014, 2015, about the situation in China, how the um, growth of the economy is so completely dependent on the growth in the housing market. So what people are doing is just building, the, uh, in this um, article, they said they're building between 12 and 24 cities a year. So not just houses or, you know, estates, full cities per year, and then... Because in China, you weren't allowed a while back, you weren't allowed to buy your own house, but then they changed the law. So you were. Everyone was just buying like five or 10 flats each and putting all like the family's wealth into it. And then all of a sudden, nobody's, there's just cities that are just empty. And if this bubble bursts, then there's going to be a hell of a lot of people losing a hell of a, hell of a lot of money. Yeah, and Evergrande come along and say, 
ah, you can use us to buy buy a property next yeah. minute. Yeah. We'll, 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 we'll keep building. We'll keep building, and just crazy. Crazy. It is crazy. Crazy. There you but, go. You know. So, who, who's your money on then to blink first? Oh, mate, it's going to have to be the Chinese. Do you think? Yeah. I th- yeah, I think the shit's Everywhere. already hitting the fan now, isn't it? With uh, you know, trading stops and yeah, not not paying of interest. And... It's in effect, right? It's in effect. Although, but in the US, what's happening with Wells Fargo? You know, um, they're not, <laughs> yeah. no lines of credit, and they stopped the personal lines a while back. A few was it a month or two? But recently, it's been um, small business loans is stopping. Yeah, Warren Warren Buffett came out yesterday saying that Wells Fargo has has some. What did he say? It was basically along the lines of Wells Fargo. There's a lot of irregularity shit going on for Wells Fargo. Yeah. <laughs> like, what, was, okay. what was that quote that somebody accredited Warren Buffett with? But obviously it was nothing to do with him about if you get caught wanking and you stop, you were always the guy who got caught wanking. But if you carry on and they keep watching, they're gay for watching you carry on. <laughs> and he had his picture and said, Warren Buffett underneath. It's like, <laughs> I was like, oh, what? <laughs> Twitter, really Twitter's weird. a strange world. It's great. It is. There, was some, <laughs> yeah. there were some funny people on there. Anyway. <laughs> some disturbed people on there. Oh, sure. dear. Okay. Um, wow. Oh, um, let's talk about, uh, quickly talk about AMC. So, um, yeah, yeah. so their CEO, Adam Aaron, came out yesterday and said, uh, I, actually came out a few weeks ago and said that they were going to start accepting Bitcoin for payment in, in AMC cinemas. I think that's a great idea. Um, but they're also they're also now going to accept um, Ether, Litecoin, and Bitcoin Cash as well as crypto mechanisms to pay for stuff for AMC, which is fun. I think it's a great idea. Yeah, yeah. it is a good idea, and hopefully a lot of other people will follow suit because there aren't many mainstream businesses that allow for cryptocurrency as currency. So uh, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, there was also an article saying that um, AMC had reached out to GameStop and had a collaboration. Yeah. What that could be, who knows? Yeah. Whether it's just um fueling the fire of hype, who I don't know, but we shall see. If I, if it's true or if it's just a load of nonsense. They're in know. collaboration. In collaboration, yeah. And God knows what that means. That'd God knows what that means. And for um full transparency, I hold both GME and AMC. Same. So I, I'm not either way. I, I, sw- I, I swing I'll- both ways. <laughs> if you do officially I swing slightly more the other way than one way but I still swing both ways yeah yeah I hope they both pop they will both pop yeah yeah maybe not together but one will definitely drive the other one to pop because yeah. what will happen is when one pops they'll buy into the other one yeah everyone will buy into the other one and that will then pop so yeah. that's what that's what will happen anyway a bit of FOMO there seems there's always for ages now there seems to be a lot of um, animosity between AMC and GM on Twitter, and I know a lot of it will be shills trying to stir the pot. But come on, why can't we all be friends, guys? We are all friends. We are friends. It's mainstream media and shills and bots that are making us making it look like that we're all not friends with each other, but we're all friends with each other. Big old monkey lovers. Monkey lover. Monkey lover. Monkey lover. It's fine. It's fine. However, I mean, there's lots of things we can talk about here with AMC. There's lots of stuff going on with AMC. Um, probably the one that What's probably, the big, probably the biggest thing that the GME apes don't like about the AMC apes is the fact that a lot of AMC's 
Um, a lot of AMCs is run on options. So there's a lot of option buys in AMC. Um, what's an option? What is an option, Cole? Well, an option is I when... Call. Tell me. What's an option, I will, I will tell you. An option basically... Is it when you get to the bar and you can either have a short or a beer? Don't have shorts, they're bad for you, especially with GME. Stick with the beer. There we go. <laughs> Stick with the beer. Drinking sorted, yeah. Stick or some wine or, you know, not a short. Anyway. Yeah, definitely not So short. an option is when it, it it is in effect gambling. It's gambling, right? So you basically say that I think the stock price during a period of time, it's normally within a week. You normally open them on a Monday and close them on a Friday. I think the stock by the end of the week will be at X number of dollars. And if you are... If you are on it or over it, then you win big because you buy at a lower price. But if you don't, then you lose and then you have to hand a, it's like a retaining fee that you pay the broker and you give that and they keep that retaining fee. So what we've seen the hedges do is allow AMC to go through the roof Monday, Tuesday, start to even out on Wednesday Peter away on Thursday, and I'm just looking at the price right now. It's it's 1.1 percent down on the day when early it was up four or five percent, mm. and then on a Friday it gets absolutely nuked. So everyone that has bet on these options is what they call out of the money OTM, right? So they're out of the money, and they then have to hand this retaining fee that you pay to the hedges. So the hedges make a boatload of money from these people that are consistently out of the money. Now I don't know what the I don't know what the out of the money is currently. Let me have a quick look for AMC. Let's have a look. Jesus. Okay, so there are currently 394,452 out of the money calls that expire tomorrow, which is insane. Absolutely ridiculous so those people are going, to, are going to literally going to be handing cash over to the hedge funds so they hedge funds can continue yeah. to do what they do and it's got to stop guys it's not good by the be, share. i mean don't, I'm, don't we're not saying don't do options yeah we're not saying don't do options i'm not, we're not saying, saying anything you're saying no financial don't advice close them on a friday because it's just too obvious it's like okay on a friday they close well we'll just nuke the friday and everyone then is out of the money Sell them on a Tuesday. Close a million, sell them on a Tuesday or on a Wednesday when you know you've already when you're already up. Don't be greedy. Take the money and run. Right? If, you, if that's what you want to do, that's great. Make some money and run, but don't leave them to Friday where the hedge funds have all the mechanisms to grind you into the earth, knock the price down, and then laugh all the way to the bar on Friday afternoon, drinking champagne. Yeah, come on, people. Friday's for losing your money on hookers and drugs. Exactly. Do it properly. Don't 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 give you money to hedge funds. They don't deserve it. No, they do not. There you go. There you go. That's probably that's probably the biggest gripe. There's a lot of options trading in AMC versus GME. But I'm not saying that's right or wrong. I'm just saying that's a fact. And there's going to be a lot of very upset people at the end of this week. What's this direct share registration with um, computer share, Carl? I keep Ooh. seeing that a lot. Oh, okay. So this is this is an interesting one. This is how the current AMC and GME share price isn't what it should be. So based on so here we go. So based on the volumes that we've seen and based on the fact that there's been 
more calls to put. So a call is when you buy a share and a put is when you sell a share. So there is there are more the ratio of AMC's ratio and GME's ratio are always in favor of the call, the buy. So the price should go up. And that isn't the case, right? So the price has been dropping. How are they doing that? How is that even possible? It's possible because manipulation. Yeah, exactly. Manipulation. And it's it's not a good thing to do, obviously. Well, it is if you're a hedgy because the secret you know, ingredient is crime. <laughs> but hedges do it because they make lots of money. So, you know, how, how can a share that's gained? Like GME is a great example. GME is generally three to one, calls to puts generally. And then in a day, it will probably drop 3%. So, how can that be? How can you, how can the buy ratio be three to one in, in favor of the price going up? Because people are buying the stock, but the stock actually falls. The reason why is because not all of the stocks are rooted through the correct routes. They go into um, PFOF. Pay for order flow. Pay for order flow, exactly. I just, was a t- that was a test. I was looking at him on the screen. He was looking at me like, I know, I, I know what he means, Cole. PFOF. His eyes were born into me. I, like, oh. <laughs> I, I stole his soul. Uh, yeah, so PFOF. PFOF. So they don't go direct. To the exchange, they go. So the new, so the New York Stock Exchange. If, with some brokers, you will buy a stock, and they will place it straight onto the exchange. And you know the price. The price, what you buy we'll is what accordingly. Yeah, exactly. You buy at what yeah. you see. What you see on the screen. But there are brokers that don't do that. They go through PFOF now. With, I'm going to say it with with um, Citadel. They have ways. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Just a react. It's my just my natural reaction. Then I wasn't ready for that. You've got to, you've got to warn me. Okay, sorry. I'm gonna play some dramatic music already. So when, so when a stock <laughs> goes through PFOF, its life changed forever. And it's true. It is. Their life, cha- their life does change forever. So I'll stop that. It's life does change forever because it then goes into basically a manipulation loop where it's thrown into a, it's basically thrown into a dumpster full of other stocks and they wait for the price to get to a certain point. Now they can do two things with it. They can, they can then hold it and wait for the price to drop, but then charge you at the higher price. So they're making more money per share on the, ex- on the, on the, on the actual stocks that you buy. So they're making more money off you or, they can throw it into dark pools where they can manipulate um, the price of the stock by, well, using a dark pool. Uh, what is it? What's a dark pool? I'm going to very briefly tell you what a dark pool is. Dark pool is and is a tool that's meant to be reserved for what they call market makers. And market makers are meant to stimulate uh, a stock or the economy or the market as a whole. And that has been an issue where they've been using it for negative reasons. So they've been taking all of our stocks and then using them to buy inside dark pools at a much lower cost. So dark pools exist. If a massive institution wants to sell, uh, let's say it's an equity fund, an equity fund wants to sell out of a particular stock, they normally have millions of shares or hundreds of thousands of shares. So if they just sold that on the open market, they would crash that stock and potentially crash the market. So they use dark pools to, in a way, soften the blow and not portray uh, the amount of stock being sold by the markets. And then there's some things in the background that balance it all out, allegedly. 
but with GME, if you go through PFOF, they're going into um, potentially to dark pools, and those dark pools are being used um, to soften the rise in, in in price, right? So if you buy a thousand shares on the Euro stock to buy directly into the stock exchange versus via uh, PFOF and into dark pools, I might only get a third of the value might only start to come through versus the full value of what it should come through. And so the price doesn't go up. The price just stays stagnant or rises a little bit. Um, and this is a big issue because they are they are manipulating the markets in the so, wrong ways. Right. If it was a, a tool meant for large transactions, why is my little eight shares that I bought the other day going to a data pool? It's, does it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. To, they don't need to push those there. It's being... You know, fraudulently used. It's being manipulated, which is it's bad. I'm going to say it without swearing. It's just bad. It is just bad. It is just bad. I'm just looking at. So I'm looking at the charts. We're at uh, 15 minutes of trading, and the amount of short ladder attacks on us is is blindingly illegal. Come on, Gaza. Get some. <laughs> yeah. get, get SEC Gaza. Come on. Get, do something about it. It's funny how similar the charts always look, isn't it? I'm just I'm just looking at someone who's posted an AMC chart and a GME chart. And Can the charts the are exactly the same. Yeah. The greens go up at the same time and the reds go down all at the same time. You can get the two charts and, and there's people that are doing this at the moment. You get two charts in a day and put them together and they'll be identical. It's hmm. not right, is it? No. It's manipulated. Yeah, that's an algorithmic attack straight away there, isn't it? It is. It is. Ah oh, well, what, I've got, what's, the, I found, what's the plan to do? What should we do then to beat this? I found I found the clip. I've I've retweeted. Oh, you got it. If you go on to if you go onto my uh, Twitter account, it's about four or five posts down. It's brilliant. Well, I'm looking at it now. Before then, I was saying, what's the best way to beat this? And what should we do? What should all apes do to you know? It, it, it comes down to you who you use as your broker. So there are there are some brokers in the US like Fidelity, and who's the other one you mentioned? Computer. Uh, yeah, but yeah, Computer Share, not Computer Share. Um, I've forgotten the call now. Yeah, me too. <laughs> anyway, so those guys send their shares straight to the uh, straight to the, the exchange and not via PFOF. But there are other ones. So like like Weeble's a very popular one in the US, and they. Absolutely, send it to a PFOF. So you know, which could then go into a dark pool. And again, Citadel, who are a notorious hedge fund, um, <laughs> are using you know not you only a hedge fund, but they're also a broker. They have a brokerage element, and they have all the other great things. So basically, they own the whole end-to-end process. So they can do whatever they want. They can flow it through any way they want into another one of their manipulation machines, you know, and this is not, they're not the only hedge fund that do this. There are other hedge funds that do this as well. Uh, but uh, yeah, that's what they do. And and this is why we are where we are. And this is why we hold, and this is why we buy the dip. And this is why we are smooth brains and we love the stock. Yep. Buy and hold, baby. Buy and hold. Have you, have you seen the clip? <laughs> no, I'm just it's 15, it's 15 seconds long, mate. It's brilliant. <laughs> Gaza's face is, is is a classic. How far down is it? So there's a there's a there's a a Twitter guy who's a very famous well in in, in the ape community, 
on Reddit is um, he's called Potato in My Ass. <laughs> he's he's brilliant, and uh, I do like him. And um, yeah, he's he posted it. It's it's, it's from him. If you scroll down. Yeah, okay, just can't see it. That'll be the whiskey. That's fine. Don't worry about it. I'll get it. I'll get it later. I'll find it. Anyway, that one was a good one. What else we got? I'm, I'm not going to talk about ETRS today, but there's there's been some very good DD on ETRS. So uh, equity totals, return swaps. Um, and that's off that thought process and what that means that we can now track when the price will go up and when the price will go down. And, and it is, it, there is a period where they have to do certain things to hide these stocks and then bring them back in and then do other stuff with them. So ETRS is a way that we've worked out on how that works and credit to Cryend, C-R-I-N-D, um, on Reddit that wrote a huge piece on this. It was amazing. Um, it, was, it was a massive chunk of... Um info on it it was it was like 16 sections of what it all means and what it all and how and the evidence behind it all and the science behind it and you look at it you read it and go yeah this guy's got this yeah okay i'll buy a few more you understand read that by a few more yeah exactly exactly uh what else was there um oh yeah so there's been a lot of um sec rule changes which have helped the apes a little bit um i'm not going to go into them but basically what it means is that when they do short a stock, um, they it's 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 difficult to hide the um, the shorts now, or a bit bit harder to hide the shorts at least. And so we've noticed that the short interest on organisations like Ortex is going up as well. So it's gone over the last three weeks. It's gone from about fourteen percent to I don't know what it is today, but it was about twenty two and a half percent the other day. So they can't hide the shorts anymore. <laughs> which is great and so the general rule of thumb is if, if your short interest is over 15 between over 15 or between 15 and 20 and 25 percent then that's a telltale indicator that the stock has been overshorted. um and right now amc and gme on ortex are over that at the moment which is a you know it's not the telltale indicator but what wasn't a good indicator was yahoo wasn't it yahoo finance yeah it was a um, definite fuckery <laughs> I've said it now. Definitely. I might have to beat these out. It'd be all right. It'd be fine. Yeah. Everyone said fuckery at least once. It's a nice word. It rolls off the tongue. Fuckery. <laughs> <laughs> Explain what happened with Yahoo. Go on. Well, one day the um, float was one number, and the next day it was times four. Oh, it went up a couple of times, really. You know, Is in it a nutshell. It was... Is it still times four? I haven't looked. I, I don't know. Have a look. So but look. then it was reported on one or two outlets. It wasn't just a glitch that was there for a few days and changed upwards. Really? Twice. Yeah, it was. Um, no, I've, 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 I'm, I'm looking at the wrong stock. You so have a look. Have a look. So have a look. So have a look. What's yeah, the so there was, um, there was lots and lots of speculation going on Twitter and um, Superstonk on Reddit about whether it's a stock split, whether it's uh, the actual... Um, Short interest included, and this, that, and the other, and no one really knew. And it's back to sixty-one, sixty-one million for GME. So maybe it was a glitch. Maybe we'll give them the benefit of the doubt. Who knows? I'm not sure. I'll be no, honest. Me either. It was a weird <laughs> glitch. Nice. Yeah. It was a weird glitch. So just so so for for the people that are new to all this, 
Um, the float is basically the available amount of shares of, uh, that are open to retail. So p- the, the normal folk out there. And so GME has a total of 76.49 million shares in circulation. Um, the 17.82% of those shares are held by insiders. So held by the board or held by um, the organization. So the people that work there uh, own, own that amount of stock. 34.83 are held by institutions. So these could be finance institutions. They could be big businesses. They could be, as we talked about when we were drunk at your gaff in Wales, there are 14 states in the US that have bought GME and AMC. <laughs> yeah. I've not actually looked if there's any more. It was 14 back then, and that was a couple of, well, about a month and a half ago, wasn't so it? So the states have decided that they were going to basically speculate on GME and AMC, knowing for well that the MOAS will come, mother of all short. Uh, <laughs> yeah, mother of all short squeezes. Mother <laughs> of all short squeezes is coming, <laughs> and they'll make a tremendous amount of money that they'll obviously put back into their own systems, which is interesting because yeah. it's not their money. It's it's money that's owned by, by the people that live in the state. I always find amusing in America yeah. how you can get away with that. Anyway, so yeah, and again, hedging all these people's money with stocks in GME against the market crash is just it's just bonkers, isn't it? It's bonkers. Anyway, it is. So what I follow that sixty-one point eight three million um, shares are available in the float, and uh, was it last Friday? It was last Friday, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. That float number was. 243 million 248 it went up to yeah 248 i think it popped up to like 156 at one point and then went up again to 248 it was like what What, what's going on here so why is that important it's important because that could potentially be the number of real or sorry number of stocks in circulation right so that means that means that four four hundred percent of these stocks have suddenly appeared from nowhere, which are potentially synthetic stocks that someone by accident has reported. Someone's gone, oh, actually, no, this is what we, this is actually the real stock count. And yeah, it's four times more than what it should be, which means that the whole thing is 400% overshorted, which is Donny, Donny, the little um, Yahoo finance intern pressing the wrong button. Fucking hell, Donny, what's going on? Put the real figures on. You're fine. (laughs) <laughs> don't put the real figures on. <laughs> well, I'm sorry, Bart. I didn't know. <laughs> I'm sure he Bart. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah. So Donny got fired. Yeah. He's currently he's currently the uh, he got a stapler the, thrown at his head and booted out. Have you seen the Wolf of Wall Street where they where, where they throw that where they throw that dwarf at the uh, at the, the Velcro thing? The, uh, Bullseye, the yeah. Velcro target. That's Donny. Yeah, that's Donny. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. There you go. So um, yeah, so it was a little bit of an insight to actually maybe where the stock is actually at. But we all know it's, we all know what the. I mean, it says here the short interest uh, is on seven point eight million shares. So what's that? That's about eleven percent for GME, which is nonsense. That's not right. But then you have got to put your tinfoil hat on because maybe they did that to make everyone think it's only two hundred and fifty mil short interest, but really it's like in the billions, and they just want to fool you into thinking that so they wow. can say we've covered and it's wow. just it's just this rabbit hole goes deeper and deeper if it's in it mate if it's if, if it's more than that i mean that alone is to the moon right every share oh, totally, every, yeah. every yeah. share would be in the tens of thousands of dollars and by the way it's not too late to invest in these these things haven't gone to the moon yet they are they are being manipulated to be 
they've not really moved around. They've probably moved around maybe 10, 15% over the last few weeks. Um, they're it's not far, far cheaper rocket ticket than um, Richard Branson's at the moment. So, you know, get in exactly. on GME. Exactly. But the, you know, forget the, SpaceX and all that. Thought process is that these shares could be worth anything from, well, nobody really knows, but anywhere from no. $1,000 to, a, well, some, some are quoting $10 million per share. And that's, the rest, yeah, people that is, a, that is some serious tendies. And the thing is, nobody really knows because this is a black swan event. It's like never happened before and probably will never happen again because if it goes away, everyone's talking, they'll tighten up and hopefully clean up their act. Or if not, sort all these loopholes at retail will never get this chance again. So, absolutely. Once, not once in a lifetime, like, um, you watch Cosmic Lightning Warrior get as well, don't you, on YouTube? I love Cosmic. He's hello, hello, big, big hello to Cosmic. Yeah, he makes me chuckle every time. But he was saying it's not once in a lifetime, it's once in forever. This is True. it. Yeah. So get, if well, you've got a few, I was shouting woo and doing silly voices and um, generally making me chuckle. Jacked to the tits. <laughs> yeah. Woo! Cool. Woo! What else is going on? What else is going on? We're getting into an hour, so we want to probably wrap it up soon. What else is going on? Fail to delivers generally everywhere. <laughs> yeah, that's been going on for well, it has, but it's, gone, yeah. it's gone completely bonkers, but everywhere it's gone completely bonkers. It's, yeah. it's not just on AMC and GME. No, There's loads of other actual, stocks. It's the fucking postal service now. Just everyone's not stopping delivering things. It's just like, no, let's just fail to deliver. So don't post letters. Just don't do it. Indeed. UPS, DPD, all done. They're just stopping it. It's that rife. Everyone's failing to deliver anything. <laughs> the, other, the other bit to this is, uh, so back to the Twitter thing. So there are some what we call shills out there. So these are people that are in the pockets of uh, the hedge funds and they are spreading FUD, so they're spreading mis- misinformation. Yeah. Fear, everywhere. uncertainty, and oh. <laughs> And so there's one we mentioned earlier. Jimmy, Jimmy Shill. Michelle. And there's another guy called um, ja, uh, Charles uh, Casparino, who is, who, well, the, the pair of them are, are, are works of art, aren't they, basically? A pair yeah. of them. Unbelievable. Anyway, um, it all got a bit heated a couple of weeks ago on, on Twitter, and they both disappeared for a while. And the rumor is that they both got banned for a week. <laughs> <laughs> but Twitter is a toxic place. I mean, I'm I'm only on Twitter for the for the stonks. I'm not, I'm not on Twitter just to be on Twitter because I end up arguing with people all the time. And but now now I'm in a community. Now I'm in a community where uh, where everyone's on the same side. Right, the market's closed. Oh, is it? GME in the green, AMC in the red. After them both being quite high in the green all day, so there's a lot of manipulation there. Not a lot of manipulation, but yeah. there you go. That's what we expect these days. Two percent down. Nothing more, nothing less. No, but you know, ah, a green day or a small red day. Loads of stuff we can talk about. There is. Hmm? There, there is. There's always loads of stuff. I think we should maybe on the next podcast have a look back at things that have happened, some of the big momentous turning points. We could do Along that. The, we could yeah. do that. We could we maybe have a section each time where we do like 10 minutes on the past, where it started, who's been involved, daft things that have happened or funny things. You know, yeah. the, the world is our lobster. Actually, there was, a, there was a very funny one that happened today that it, it does involve one of the original, 
one of the probably well, he is the original meme stock. Let me dig it up. Where is it gone? Where's it gone? For God's sake, don't put it in your Twitter. I can't find anything. <laughs> Where's it gone? Oh, here we go. Yeah. So Roaring Kitty. Yeah. Yeah. Deep fucking value, basically. Yeah. He's, he's like... Keefy, baby. Keith, yeah. Keith shows your teeth. Keith, Keith. So he's the original. He's the silverback in the ape, in the ape family. Yeah. And so today, get, you're going to like this one. This is, this, I, don't, I don't know whether you've seen this or not, but um, I'll read it out. Massachusetts security regulators say that it orders a mass mutual subsidiary to pay $4 million over failure to supervise Roaring Kitty. <laughs> Basically, they find someone because, you know, some guy found a loophole. Sorry, found a, found a market manipulation that he could take advantage of himself and buy and just buy a stock. And then someone's been fined £4 million for him doing yeah. that. It's crazy. Yeah, you're not allowed to think for yourself or do anything for yourself. No. And if you do, then you're going to find the shit out of somebody who let you do it. Exactly. What? Exactly. So, yeah. Just, but but, that, but that's the subsidiary that got fined. It wasn't him. He didn't get fined. It was somebody no, else. It's I mean, his face all over the news articles, isn't it, though? Memes, is. Meme stock. Keep the, uh, the, uh, yeah, whatever. The, we know the, comments in, the comments in Twitter are, what the actual fuck? <laughs> and all sorts of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Someone's put here. Uh, so this is Connor Doyle two three eight nine. He's put Citadel gets fined fifty k for robbing the average citizen daily, and these guys four million for not supervising someone who made a good trade. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Crazy. Absolute nonsense. Well, there, was, there was a post ages ago with um, you know the extent of one of the fines for doing so many dodgy things, and it worked out like thirteen cents per. Um, oh, it was a it was a senator that was basically. Getting inside of trades, yeah. It's like, uh, it was inside. It was in. It basically, he was working with someone on inside of trading on a few equities that he had his eye on, and was buying and selling just before they were going up or just before they were going down and making lots of money. And then, yeah, they find him. Was it thirteen cents? Was it? It worked out at thirteen cents per transaction over like hundreds something of not right there, is yeah. it? There's something not right there. <laughs> yeah. So some dude who was meant to be supervising Rory Kick has done four million quid dollars, whatever. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, it's, 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 who's making these rules up? Love it. Well, that's just it. There, there's rules there that don't protect anyone from anyone unless you're the small man. If you're the small man, you'll get pulled over a barrel and then your pants pulled down. Yeah. Anyway. No, not even KY jellied up either. No, just no. There's dried. No, exactly dry right in there. Right in there. And, and I think we should end this first podcast. And thank you for listening all the way to the end. If you have done, it's very, it's appreciated. But we, we are going to hopefully get some guests on as well. Some, yeah. some Twitter people to come and join us and, and share their highlights of the week so far. But the one that, um, the, the one that made, made me laugh more than anything was, do you remember that? Do you remember that, that magical hedge fund that appeared? Uh, iceberg, iceberg research. Yeah, yeah, do you remember yeah. that? I do. Well, apparently they, they raised their ugly head again yesterday, and um, uh, saying that they've they've increased their short position. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Yeah, <laughs> someone's put yeah, good luck with that one. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> yeah, but you, you know what happened, don't you? They they traced the company back to some sort of trading name in Singapore somewhere or somewhere yeah. in Southeast Asia, and apparently there was one person that owned it. So it was one guy that obviously so. The hedge funds have gone off and created it and then said, yeah, we've we've shorted it down. Everyone went, who are these guys? Never heard of them. And then next minute, 
it's like literally one guy they're probably paying about. 50. It's not Donny, is it? It's not Donny from Yahoo Finance. Yeah, it's, it's Donny now. <laughs> yeah. That's why, that's why they've reared their ugly head again. Donny's in charge. <laughs> yeah, bless Donny. So, so uh, there's a picture here from uh, uh, Jenny Roberts. Uh, it says, uh, a live shot of what's left of, uh, of Iceberg uh, research after shorting AMC. It's like a, like a big old ice cube. Science support has disappeared. <laughs> on, yeah. So anyway, they, they, they earned the nickname Iceberg Lettuce. Yeah, which totally. uh, which was which is where, where they should be. I, I think letters. it's prudent for us to mention that no Donnies were harmed in the making of this podcast. Absolutely, it's very important, very very important. Right, I think we might be done. I wonder, I wonder if anyone's going to listen to this. I don't know. I hope so. I mean, yeah, this, is that, this, this is our first attempt at this, so we're gonna we're, it'll get better as we yeah. go forward. So give, give us I'm, a, give us I'm a, a complete technophobe anyway. So this is all you know. Coles wrote me in on this, and I'm crap with most technological things so this is definitely my first podcast uh, he, he just says that's so why i can press the buttons yeah ready? i do ready oh, where, where the buttons are this... hang on hang on and <laughs> there you go there you go it's so ironic that you missed the button <laughs> oh i can't believe i've not used this one hang on a second hello darkness my old friend I've come to talk with you again. This is what we hear every time Gary Glenser says he's going to do something. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and then that's he just right. talks about it and nothing actually happens. It's just like, oh. I'm going to have to get, uh, I'm not your daddy instead next week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> daddy, daddy cool. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, there you go. Cool. Right. I need to work out how to get this onto Apple and, and Spotify now, don't yeah. I? Do it, and hopefully, you know, we'll um, we'll get it polished up over the next few few. What's the word I'm looking for? See, I'm tired. Next few tries, next few goes. Yeah, yeah. Few we, we'll, we'll get experimentation. We don't, have, we'll we don't have to talk about what what it is anymore and why we're doing it. We can just talk about the week, and we can just nail yeah. it down. Boom, boom, boom. This is what we're going to do every week. So, yeah, yeah. There we go. Cool. And I, I, I reckon we're close. You know, what's a Moas? Yeah. I do. There's all this stuff with Evergrande, Grandy. Evergrande, Evergrande. Yeah. Ari, Ariara Grandi. All this stuff with Ariara Grandi. <laughs> yeah. What's she got to do with it? She can do everything she wants with it. But let's, we'll, we'll save that for another podcast. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. She's lovely. But anyway, <laughs> I'm far too old to be um, paving over her. You could be a daddy, though, right? Let's be honest. Daddy. Daddy cool. <laughs> but so could Gary. Gary's but, my daddy. Uh, he's, he's, unfortunately, he's not mine. I'd rather be um, the illegitimate love child of um, Mr. Cohen, Papa Cohen. <laughs> oh, Joe, I, I've to Papa Cohen and J Lo. I retweeted something earlier, and, and we will end the podcast on this. This is great. So, there's a really great guy. Uh, he's called uh, Avindish uh, Garantara. Sorry if I pronounced your name wrong there, Avind, Avindish. Anyway, um, basically, it says Jim Kramer interviewed Gary Gensler today. I count some of the enthusiasm to analyze the full interview. Kramer asked Gensler if it was okay for 5 million Reddit people to smash hedge fund short sellers. Gensler told, Gensler told Kramer to eat shit. <laughs> <laughs> interview transcripts in my first comment. <laughs> well, I think we should leave it there. Welcome, yeah. welcome to the world of the apes. It is absolutely yeah. bonkers. Uh, the American finance markets is a lie. The whole thing is a pyramid scheme of lies. The whole <laughs> thing is nonsense. Yeah. And we're going to 
continue to take the piss out of it for the next few weeks. In fact, for maybe for the foreseeable future, who knows? Yeah. So tune yeah. in. Because, yeah, whether the MOAS happens, I think we'll still carry on after that and ask people what they're doing with their new tendies. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So please like and subscribe and all that nonsense. And uh, comment. We'll, get, we'll get some better comment. We'll get some, yeah. we'll get some better commentary to you when, we, uh, when we're drunk. Because we're not drunk. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> this is the nonsense that you get when we sober. Yeah, Wait till no. pissed. Oh, my word. Can you imagine the, 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 the amazement it will be when we're both drunk? Anyway, there you go. Right, that's it. Are we done? Yeah, why not? Awesome. Yeah, let's call it. Um, let's wrap. Call it. Wish call it a wrap. Clap board, yeah. Clap. That was the is that, is it, we done? Is that it? We done? Should we? Should we? I, I'd say we should do some dancing to the music, but I'll just put the music out at the end. It's fine. Okay. The people listening won't know. Yeah, that's should, true. Should we just go now? Us. Should we just go should now? We, should we dance for them anyway? Yeah, well, I'm, we're dancing. Imagine us dancing. We're dancing. Yeah, that's it. Right, see you next week. Ciao, right, guys. Stay safe. Au revoir.